smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello and welcome back to why not mint money i am shipra from mint's personal finance team and today's episode is about tax filing for business owners when compared to individual taxpayers business owners have higher compliances to follow for instance any business with revenue over rupees 1 crore has to mandatorily get a tax audit done for a professional receipts over rupees 50 lakh make them eligible for an audit similarly there are a plethora of forms that businesses have to fill for the purpose of tax filing in today's episode i will break down all these tax compliance rules for you and the various deadlines and ensuing penalties sandeep saigal partner at akm global has joined me as the expert speaker hi Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. Hi Sandeep and welcome to Why Not Mint Money. Yeah, hi Shiva and thanks for inviting me here. So Sandeep, we are approaching the deadline to get tax audit reports. Now that's one of the compliances that uh, companies or LLPs have to adhere to. So why don't you tell us about the several due dates for filing the tax audits and tax returns for companies? Yeah, so uh, ordinarily the due date for filing of a tax return by a company or LLP is thirty uh, first of October. Uh, but if uh, if any company or LLP is subject to a tax audit, then the tax audit is required to be filed by thirtieth of September. Uh, besides, some of the companies uh, would be required to get a transfer advising. in audit done as well i mean if they are having some international transactions where they are transacting with their group entities uh, situated overseas uh, it could be uh, services sale purchase could be anything so in those cases those companies are required to get a transfer pricing certification done this certification is required to be filed by 31st of october and the tax return in that case is required to be filed by 30th of november right so that's about itr are there any specific forms that are required to be filed before or along with the itr uh yeah so uh, there are uh, some forms which are required to be filed in specific cases uh, so for example like i mentioned if a transfer pricing certification is to be filed in form 3ceb and it to be filed by the chartered accountant who has been assigned the this certification by the company besides the companies uh, who are uh, who are claiming any mad credit they are required to file a form called form 29b and it is required to be filed one month before the uh, filing of the income tax return then uh, there is this form 10ic which is required to be filed by a company where it is opting for a concessional rate of tax rate of 22% under section 113bwa of the income tax act and if any company is claiming concessional rate of 15% for manufacturing activities that company is required to file a form called 10id likewise there is another form called form 67 which is required to be filed by a company where it is claiming any kind of foreign tax credit so there could be a situation that the company may have paid some taxes of uh, in any uh, country outside india for any income generated over there so this income would also be required to be reported in india so 
the companies are eligible to claim the credit of the taxes to some extent whatever has been uh, paid there or withheld there so uh, for that purpose form 67 is required to be filed which along with certain document like proof of tax payment etc right yeah i think these are the specific ones right right so i'm sure that navigating all this for big companies is easier compared to small companies so you know now mm-hmm. that there are only 3 days left for tax audit reports so according to you what what can go wrong you know in last minute uh, uh, you know tax audit and what should uh, itr filers do to make sure that you know those mistakes are not committed uh yeah so uh, uh, to avoid any last minute hiccups uh, uh, there are some uh, logistical issues which need to be taken care of for example uh, the most important thing is the digital signature certificate of the company Uh, to file a return, you have to affix the digital signature of the authorized signatory or the director of the company. So the company should ensure that this certificate is not expired or it is working properly. Uh, besides, uh, I think uh, they should also reconcile the Form 26 AS, etc., till the last minute uh, at the time of filing a tax return. And uh, in in case of filing of tax audit or transfer pricing certification, generally the requirement is that the company needs to add a chartered accountant. in its income tax portal i think this is the this is a very critical uh, uh, compliance which company needs to ensure that they should add the chartered accountant in their portal for the purpose of the audits and when the chartered accountant submits its report online like tax audit report or transfer pricing certification then the company should go into the portal and accept that report but let's say if these things are missed Uh, it could be considered that these filings were never done and the companies could be subject to penalties or or interest payment etc right so the thing that you just mentioned about you know companies accepting the audit report that is being submitted by the ca i'm sure that they yes. will review the report and then submit it uh, yeah generally yes they would review okay. right. because generally they would have a prior discussion with the chartered accountant and after that they would basically ensure that whatever has been discussed that only has been filed yeah so they would generally review it right right and uh, let's let's take a scenario where a certain expenditure has been disallowed in a tax audit report so in that mm-hmm. case what options does the company have can they claim those in itr or can they get it you know uh, can they go back to the auditor and you know uh, ask for a, a reassessment what options do they have yeah so uh, see generally a tax audit report is basically an opinion of the auditor so obviously the company and the auditor may have a different opinion on a particular item so even if let's say the auditor has disallowed a certain item as an expense in uh, in its tax audit report the company is free to take a counter view and uh, they may not agree to it and they may while filing their tax return they may still claim that particular item but obviously then in that case uh, ideally when the income tax department compares the tax return and tax audit report there would be a gap uh, which they can ask from the company and the company needs to have sufficient justification and the documentation to prove that uh, why they have claimed this particular expense and why in their view even if the auditor said that it should be disallowed but in their view this should not be disallowed and they are eligible to claim it right so in that case uh, i think it is safe to assume that it could also lead to litigations if the company doesn't have yes Enough support. Yes, it could. Yes, it could. If the amounts are higher, then yes, it could lead to litigation as well. 
right okay um so talking about deadlines uh, what are the consequences or penalties if if you know all the forms and itr dates that you've mentioned if they are not adhered to yeah so uh, let's say if uh, if there is any tax due uh, uh, on the company then the company would be required to pay an additional 1% interest on the amount of tax due as on the date of filing of tax return as on the due date basically so this is one consequence this the way, other is uh, they could also be subject to yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry to interrupt sorry. this this one person interest will be levied from the start of the financial year is that right no uh, this uh, interest is levied uh, from the after the date of due date of return so let's say the due date of filing of return was 31st of october right so this particular interest will start from 1st of november right and uh, uh, beside the company would also be required to pay a late fees which can uh, go up to 5000 rupees and there could be other grave consequences like uh, if the if the if the company is claiming any kind of loss in its tax return but they file their tax return late so in that case they would not be allowed to claim that loss and carry forward that loss to the next years so i think uh, this is a heavy tax cost which the companies need to be mindful of and uh, some companies would be claiming some specific deductions like uh, sez units would be claiming deduction under section 10a or 10a of the income tax so in those cases there is a requirement that you have to file the tax return by the due date if the companies fail to do so they would not be allowed that particular deduction or the exemption for their particular income Right. So, talking about special deductions, are there any tax deductions that startups can avail uh, while filing ITR? Yeah. So, uh, while filing the ITR, I think there is one specific deduction section under section eighty IAC, wherein a startup uh, which has a turnover up to hundred crores uh, is allowed uh, deduction for its profits for any three consecutive tax years. out of the first 10 years of the startup so let's say if a particular startup was incorporated on let's say 1st of april 2017 and so till 31st march 2027 the for these particular 10 years the startup have a choice to claim the exemption for the profits for any three consecutive years but typically that would be i think in the later part because generally in the beginning uh, there are very few startups who are profitable from the uh, from the beginning years that's right absolutely agree uh, so if if there is a startup who's profitable and who's claiming this induction then do they need mm-hmm. to do it by the due date and does it get uh, revoked if they are filing their taxes after the due date is that so Yeah, so I think for this particular deduction, there is no requirement that you need to file it by the due date, uh, uh, because I think ATIAC doesn't impose that kind of condition. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, if an idea has already been filed, uh, how can they mm-hmm. correct any mistakes in it? Uh, see, generally there are uh, some remedies available. first is obviously the uh, revision of the tax return but revision has a, a certain timeline that you can do it only uh, 
before three months of the end of the relevant assessment year. So let's say by 31st of December. Uh, so revision is one option. The other option is that, uh, I mean, this is a newly introduced concept called updated return. Wherein you can file a, a tax return where if you find a mistake or something by paying some uh, extra amount that is 25% and 50% depending on whether you file it within one year of the end of assessment year or two years of the end of assessment year. You can file an updated return but this is a one-time opportunity and this can be claimed only if there is an additional tax liability due. So you cannot use this updated return for the purpose of claiming any fresh exemption or any fresh deduction. So it cannot be used for claiming any benefit and it can be used only if you miss reporting any income or uh, or you uh, miscalculated your tax liability and the tax liability should be eventually higher. The third option could be rectification where, which uh, can be done within four years from the end of the financial year wherein you can go to the portal and uh, apply for the rectification of your return. Right. So these, uh, I mean, these remedies that you've just mentioned are for businesses, right? And not individual tax. No, no. Uh, yeah, so I, mean, I think these remedies are available for digital taxes as well. Okay. So they're available for both. Yes. Right. Okay. So just uh, one last question, uh, you know, since, mm -hmm. since the, I mean, these three are last uh, dates to get the tax audit done and then we have only one month uh, for businesses to file their ITR. So yes. what kind of uh, hiccups do you, you know, uh, I mean, you being a tax consulting firm, what kind of uh, common mistakes that you generally, uh, you know, notice and I mean, the mistakes that uh, ITR filers should definitely avoid. Uh, so uh, generally what we have seen is like I already mentioned, that uh, I think DSE and adding the CAS is a critical thing. Besides, what we have observed is that generally people don't match uh, their uh, their 26 CAS etc. are not properly reconciled. And uh, uh, the another thing which needs to be ensured is that whatever is the reporting which has been done by the tax auditors, those should be duly accounted for in the tax returns. We have seen cases where. Uh, uh, the uh, some of the items get omitted while filing the tax returns and uh, and uh, there could be another uh, 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 yeah so the, one of the most critical items is claiming the past losses so uh, for example a, a company may have some carry forward losses from earlier years so it is very critical to actually maintain a record of the losses so it may so happen that you have a profit in this year and you are actually uh, eligible to claim the loss that you had in the early, early year. So let's say if some if uh, you don't have a proper record of the losses which you have filed in earlier years, the companies may miss that and they may it may result in uh, uh, payment of the higher tax liability. So I think yeah, these are the critical items which uh, the companies need to take care of. Right, noted. Uh, okay, so that pretty much uh, sums up today's discussion. Uh, thanks a lot, Sandeep, for joining us today. Yeah, sure. Thank you, Shiva. Thank you. And thanks again for inviting me. Thank you. That brings us to the end of today's episode. 
If you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover, I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sorath and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.